So greetings and welcome to the broadcast. I'm your host, Maggie Cavanaugh. I am here today with my sisters in Christ and co-host. I have April D. Metzler, Jessica Lindsay, and Vanetta Carter. And these women are known as the God Finance Moms. And it's not because we know all the answers. It just knows we know who to go to to get them. We go directly to the Word of God in every circumstance. And uh, with all prayer and supplication, you know, letting our requests be known to Him. Because we are with you. We, we are living in this world with all kinds of crazy stuff going on. And we get it, okay? We understand that there's temptations. We understand that, you know, you're trying to raise your kids up in the admiration of the Lord. We understand all the struggles, okay? But God, okay? So tonight, we're doing a little bit of a part two. We started last uh, episode, we were talking about the proverb woman. And some of us shared how we were a little intimidated by her sometimes. <laughs> the concept of, you know, being able to be the bride of Christ and being able to, you know, do everything that we can do to honor God, but yet still be in the world, but not of the world kind of thing. So what we're going to do tonight is we're going to pick up. We ended with Proverbs 31, 17 last time. And this week we're going to pick up in verses 18 and we're going to drive it all the way home. And uh, we're going to be talking about the various different facets and how it, what it means to us and how we can do the best that we can to serve and honor God. So ladies, how y'all doing tonight? We're doing great. We're all on mute, but we're doing great. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, I'm just going to go down the line and I'm going to ask these beautiful sisters in Christ and we're going to read directly from the Amplified. Well, actually, do you guys want to do you guys want the Amplified or do you want to read your own version there? Amplified is fine. Yeah. Okay. We're going to put it up on the screen and we're asking you all to study along with us. Okay. And we're going to pick up in Proverbs 31, 18. And uh, April, will you kick us off with that 18 and 19, please? Sure. Sure. It says in verse 18, she sees that her gain is good. Her lamp does not go out, but it burns continually through the night. She is prepared for whatever lies ahead. She stretches out her hands to the, what is that word? <laughs> to the dye stuff. And her hands hold the spindle as she spins wool into thread for clothing. Okay, y'all, I don't, I'm going to have to even Google that. Even yeah, know. what is that? I have never seen that word, but, you know, it reminds me of being diligent of whatever our hands to do. I don't know. Does anybody here know what a distaff is? Distaff. It's okay. I just Googled it. It's a stick or spindle onto which wool or flax is wound for spinning. I knew it had something to do with all of that thing that she just said. Right. Sitting there like, what is that? <laughs> right? I have no clue at all on uh, what that is. So thank you for bringing up that definition. So that's a good word right there. And the part that I like is that her lamp does not go out. And we know that, you know, we are the light of the world, you know. And so I think that that comes from staying close to the father and allowing him to shine through us. Because we know that when things get dim, it's because we are struggling. We are, you know, we're looking to our own flesh and our own abilities to do the things that he's trying to help us to do. So, Vanetta, what's your take on this scripture reading? I love that it says that she sees that her gain is good so she knows that what she's doing is good it's a good thing it's a god thing you yeah. know 
she knows that what she's doing is going to be fulfilling and it's going to be rewarding. Uh, I love that it says her lamp does not go out, but it burns continually through the night. So this woman is just seeking God for wisdom, knowledge, insight, understanding, discernment. She's well-rounded and she also has a healthy balance. So I love that. I love that she's just lit up, like you said, being the light of the world. So I love that. And she's prepared for whatever lies ahead. So no matter what, she understand that her help comes from the Lord. She understand that she's not independent, but she's totally dependent on God. So I love yeah. that. This woman is powerful. Amen. Amen. I would agree with that. I know there are some times where I have not felt like that, you know, where I have relied on myself rather than on the Lord. And this reminds me that, you know, God is no respecter of person <laughs> and what he will do for one, he will do for another. So, um, Jess, you want to add anything to that? Um, let's see. I would say. I do like the, you know, talking about the lamp does not go out, but it burns continually through the night. Uh, it, it goes along with, you know, that we are in this world, but we're not of this world. So, Amen. you know, she can be through the dead of night, but her lamp is going to shine through all that. So, so good. Yeah. Yeah. That is so yeah. good. April, do you want to add anything before we move on to the next section? Yeah, so interestingly enough, um, I, I like read a little bit more on the research that I did for this distaff, I guess is what it's called on how you pronounce yes, it. Yes. But yeah. it's literally something, a mechanism on that wheel that you're spinning, you know, these these threads together to keep it separated so it, it won't get tangled up and messed up and it makes the process easier. And so the flow of the yarn and the work that you're doing becomes easier just because of this one piece of the puzzle. And, and it's like, it just echoes and resounds. It says she stretches out her hands to that device, right? And so are we stretching out our hands? Oh, this is so cool to, you know, to be yielded to God in what we're doing as we do the work that we're doing. And are we are we doing so? And then holding, you know, holding the spindle, you know, in confidence and boldness of that understanding that we just have that we have this distaff to guide us, to lead us and to keep things untangled. Anyways, that's just what I wanted to add in there. It's a good analogy because this distaff thing, holding out to reaching out to, I mean, we are really close to kind of keep things in. When we're hurting, we tend to go inward. When we are, when, when we run, we want to put it inside and, you know, just put a blanket over our head. But whenever we surrender and we put our hands out or put our hands up or we yield, we surrender. So even though it's referring to the making of the garments and the clothing, the reality is, is it's a great analogy of, relying on him rather than ourselves. And that that's really kind of the theme tonight is, you know, so we don't know who this is for. We don't really, we don't talk about what we're going to talk about. We just have the scripture and then we talk about the scripture. So if you are that woman and you are going through it, just know that you're not alone. He knows all the tears and all of the things that you've gone through and just do that distaff. Use him as a distaff where you reach out. So things don't get tangled in your life because when we hold on to things, not only do they get tangled, but they get jacked up and it gets worse. 
Okay. I was telling someone earlier today, it's okay to not be okay, but it's not okay to stay there. So we'll go on to the next one. And this is just so good. I absolutely love this context in the scripture. And let's see here. We're going on here to 20 verse 20. Now this is a lot. Okay. 20, 21, 22. And, and I'm going to give that to you, Vanetta, because you're just over there smiling. You know, <laughs> Go for it, girl. That's a lot of scripture reading, but go for it. She opens and extends her hands to the poor, and she reaches out her filled hand to the needy. She does not fear the snow for her household, for mm -hmm. all in her household are clothed in expensive scarlet wool. Mm -hmm. She makes for herself coverlets, cushions, and rugs of tapestry. Her clothing is linen, pure, and fine, and purple wool. Her husband <laughs> is known in the city gates when he sits among the elders of the land. Wow. That's a whole lot of scripture right there. It's a whole lot of scripture. April, we'll kick it off with you, dear. Oh, why me? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I'm just throwing you on the spot. That's great. No, um, I, I didn't even get meditation time on that one. Hold on a second. <laughs> so okay, I can go to Jessica. No, back. no, no okay. you're good. One of the things that really did stick out to me about um, how she doesn't fear, you know, and, and she's talking about, you know, snow for her household. But we could easily see, you know, in the scripture, it says to do not fear 365 times in, in throughout the Bible. And that's like one a day. You have one a day dose yep. of medicine to do not fear. And so it's it's just an encouragement for me. If I was studying this on my own, I would be delving into that because, you know, she's got all provision all around her in all of these verses. There's just provision after provision enough to actually give abundantly to other people. And, and I love that part of it, but, you know, it took her, her work and her diligence and her commitment, you know, it took the, so in our biblical life, you know, our walk with God, it would be our, our commitment to submit and consecrate what we're doing, you know, our work unto yeah. him for that. And, and that in that though, in that relationship with God, in the intimacy with God, that's where the confidence comes to do yeah. not fear the closer that we are with him. And that, and and we get the provision, we get the 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 um, um, covering, the protection, and all of that. But you know, sometimes we get that you know temptation, you know, to to step out and do things on our own, like you guys were saying. And so this is just an example of what it looks like to you know to work diligently, but work diligently you know, to the Father, and then all things will be provided in and for all of our needs. So much so that our husband is known at the the gates, yo. <laughs> family is no joke and 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 i'm assuming he's known for good things because <laughs> it says here that he sits among the elders of the land and so he has favor and he has influence and that is very awesome and i want to pigtail on what you said i want to throw it over to jess and um and because just the the thing that april brought out about fear is a real deal okay so we as women deal with this. We're always fearful. You know, the fear comes in about what's going to happen with our kids. And what if our husband does this or doesn't do this? And da, 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 da. And fear brings torment, according to the word of God. So it, what, it, what jumps out at you with this? And if you'll elaborate a little bit on someone that might be fearful today, take the opportunity to minister to them. 
Okay, so um, immediately what jumped out at me was actually the fear. And the opposite of fear is trust. And so if you think of it in that terms, when you're, when you're, um, when you're reading these scriptures, she, does, she trusts that, um, that what's going on, uh, she doesn't fear that. She trusts what's going on. She trusts that her household is closed in the expense of scarlet, which I, when I think of scarlet, I immediately think of the blood of Jesus. Yeah. And, and so the blood of Jesus covers everything. And so she, she knows, she trusts that what's happening right now, that Jesus has covered that. And she makes herself, um, you know, makes for herself coverlets, cushions and rugs of tapestry. Her linen or her clothing is linen, pure and fine, that she's a, she's a pure person. You know, I always think of like linen. I think of like wearing my linen pants on the beach and how like just free and, um, like flowy it is, you know, you know what I mean? It's yeah. kind of a, um, and then, a, so, yeah. So good. I absolutely love that. You know, the other part there where it talks about is also, you know, pure and fine and purple and purple mm -hmm. is royalty. And so, you know, mm -hmm. she knows who she is, her identity and being a daughter, the king, you know, she gets it. So, uh, Vanetta, anything there you want to add there before we go on to the next? Yes, I love how it says that she extends her hand to the poor. So not only is she blessed, but she's blessed to be a blessing to others. Yeah. The people that are connected with this woman, because she's in their life, their life is better because of it. Their relationships is better because of it. Their children are better because of it. Because this woman is coming fully loaded and fully equipped. You know, she may be out there, you know, if we want to look at it in 2022, she may be going and volunteer at a soup kitchen or maybe volunteering at, you know, her children's school or volunteering at her church or, you know, just looking for opportunities to really just let her light shine before men. And she's doing it in such a humble way. The fact that her, her clothing is purple, you know, this woman is royalty. You know, and I, I would add to, you know, some of you may be watching and saying, well, you know, my husband, you know, he's he, he, he may not be known in a gate. He may not be a minister or he may not be, you know, a, a, a pastor. And I want to encourage you and let you know that no matter what he is, he could be a janitor. But at the right. end of the day, there is a king on the inside of that man. Yes. So I encourage you to begin to speak to the king that is on the inside of him. So I just Amen. want to yeah. feel like somebody needs to hear that. Yeah, you know, that's so true. And I'm glad you brought that out because it's true that we can extract, you know, uh, the precious the precious from our words of encouragement and affirmation and, you know, building up the man in your life and even your sons and, you know, your daughters, words of affirmation, words of encouragement, lifting them up. So woo, that's good. We're on fire today, girls. We're on fire. Church, shake my Pentecostal hanky over you. <laughs> it's my snot rag, y'all. I'm sorry. <laughs> Like, you never know what you're going to get when you get on a broadcast with me. I am so sorry. <laughs> I will be diligent and, and, and dignified here now. I don't know. King David said, I will become more indignified than this. I'm just kidding. I'm not going to strip down to my cloth here and dance. <laughs> I'm 
sorry. I've been reinformed today. It's been a long day and I'm really tired, but that's okay. God is good. And so thank you for sharing that, ladies. That is so impactful. So, so powerful. So Jessica, we'll pick up here in 24 and take it on home. Uh, three, or we'll take it to 26. Mm -hmm. She makes fine linen garments and sells them and supplies sashes to the merchants. Strength and dignity are her clothing and her position is strong and secure. And she smiles at the future knowing that she and her family are prepared. She opens her mouth in skillful and godly wisdom and the teaching of kindness is on her tongue, giving counsel and instruction. Man, I love that right there. It's like, drop the mic. I want to be like her when I grow up, if I grow up. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh my goodness. My goodness. That is so good. I mean, we could, we could camp out on this little bit of scripture for and quite a bit to learn from this. So uh, the making of the fine linens and selling them, obviously she's an entrepreneur, uh, which, you know, so many times uh, people think, well, I can't be a mom and this, but God, God has a call and a purpose and a plan for every season in your life. But the part that gets me <laughs> is she smiles at the future, knowing that she and her family are prepared you know, and, and so another version says she laughs, you know, uh, in, in, in that sense. So let's talk about this and break this down a little bit. So, uh, Vanetta, we'll start with you since I put April on the spot last time, we'll start with you and then we'll move back over. <laughs> yeah, I, I love that she could smile at the future because she's prepared. And I tell people, one of the worst feelings is when an opportunity presents itself and you're not prepared. So apparently this woman has been getting prepared all along. She has been working diligently with her hands. She has been pouring into her family. She has been, you know, allowing her light to shine everywhere she goes. So no matter what comes her way, this woman understands that her help comes from the Lord. So I love that. I love that she opens up her mouth and skillful and godly wisdom. So this woman is not just saying random things out of her mouth. She's right. not saying the first thing that pops into her head. She's actually tasting her words before she spit them out. And I love that. And, and the teaching of kindness is on her tongue. So she's giving counsel. She's giving instruction. She's being very careful and being very intentional with the things. Yes. So, wow. Yeah. I can see that, that whole intentionality of everything that she does. There is no way that anybody could walk in the areas that she walks in if they were not intentional about every area of their life, you know, because it's remarkable. So, April, what do you think, girlfriend? All right. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> no, so... So I really wanted to just echo what Vanetta just said. I don't even know where that came from, but glory to God. She tasted the words before she spit them out. <laughs> it was so good. Taste the words before so she good. spit them out. That's good. That needs to be on a t-shirt. Taste the words before you spit it out. Exactly. That was like a mic drop moment. And I just wanted to just throw that out there to emphasize that because it's so needed. It's so needed, you know, like, yes. especially when we're in those circumstances that are frustrating. Um, you know, if our kids get out of hand or if our kids' friends get out of hand and they're just doing all sorts of kinds of nonsense or if our, if our husbands or our, uh, if you're not married, you're, you're, um, uh, 
I don't know, your significant other, what's the other names, fiance, boyfriend, uh, I don't know, like, if you got someone that is even thinking about talking to you, uh, you know, <laughs> you still have to um, understand that, you know, our words matter, uh, life and death is in the tongue. And, you know, going back to wisdom, wisdom comes from remaining teachable, and yes. teachable by what the word of God. And so yes. that just was really profound um, when and it, it wasn't at the initial reading. It was when Vanetta chimed in on the whole thing. Um, the initial reading was that um, that uh, her position, you know, um, what is it like to stay in position, you know, have our heart posture in that position uh, before the father in all circumstances. And that preparedness, you know, preparedness comes with that. Like it's just a it's a. Um, it's like a end result. You you yes. are prepared when you are in that intimate relationship with the father. And as a result of that position, um, being prepared and being ready here, because you're, you're just there, you're showing up, you're intentionally teachable. You're there at the foot yes. of Jesus learning and wanting to learn and desiring him and seeking him first, you know, in his kingdom, his righteousness. But then the rest of all those relationships around you, literally even your circumstances as an atmosphere shifter will change and be for the better, you know, the, the closer we are to father. So that's what I was yeah. thinking. So good. So good. Thank you for that. That's so good. Jessica, you're on girl. Um, I like, I want to go back to that um, tasting of the tongue, like what's on your tongue, because I think that, um, just in these scriptures overall, I want to encourage the ladies that um, if you look at these scriptures and there's any part of these scriptures that you just you are discouraged by, this is supposed to be an encouragement. It's supposed to be a tasting of the tongue of, of what's coming out and saying to yourself, OK, am I living this way or am I not living this way? And if I'm not, that's OK. We don't want to stay there like you were talking about earlier, Maggie. Right, right. We want to adjust ourselves and we want to be teachable, um, as April was saying, and and uh, listening to the Lord and, and um, just meditating on what he's saying and who he says we are. Um, and I remember with uh, my husband, we were laying in bed one night and we were reading um, Song of Songs or Song of Solomon, um, you know, and... I remember Jamie and I just looking at each other and going, holy cow, like those scriptures are like, those are sexy scriptures. <laughs> and, and, and to know that God, that knowing that God thinks of us in, in such a way as that. Yes. And then he's talking about this, you know, the Proverbs woman, that he, that he thinks of us that way. Amen. You know, he thinks of us that way, that there is something inside of us that is that way. Um, it, you know, so I just want to encourage all the ladies out there, if, if, you know, if you're looking at this going, well, I'm not this way, or, you know, whatever the case is, um, you're tasting it, and you're here, you're listening to, the, to, to, you know, us go over these things, you're listening, you're here, um, and you're wanting more, and so that in and of itself, God knows your heart, he knows you're ready, and he knows that you're teachable, and so we just commend you for that, and we're here with you for that. Amen. Well said. Well said. I love that. I, I, I absolutely love that. And I echo everything y'all are saying. And it's so important, Jessica, what you were saying about us, just, you know, even if we're looking at this and going, oh, 
that hurts or I'm not there or anything. It, it's meant to the, the word is, is a double edged sword. Okay. And it is supposed to be, uh, molding and shaping and it's bringing truth to us and that's why we need to be ingesting it and ingesting it a lot so i just want to go back to the strength and dignity and clothe in a position of strong and secure and i want to point out that we see women in the bible i have a friend uh, right now who's reading the, the strong women of the bible and we see these women, but the Bible says that whenever we are weak, he is strong in us. And you cannot be a strong woman of God without yielding, without surrendering, without allowing the work of the Holy Spirit to get in there and just cut away all of that stuff. It's not comfortable. It is not comfortable at all. But like Jessica was saying in April as well, talking about the fact of us to be teachable. You know, early in my walk, there were things when people said hard things to me automatically because I was viewing everything through the lens of rejection. We're going to probably do a broadcast on rejection, man, because this rejection is like a cancer to the, to the, to the spirit. But, um, but I would, I would perceive everything through that. And I couldn't even get to the core of what was going on in me because I, the offense would come out and it would just be, you know, and you know what a, offense physically does is keeps things out. It's a parameter that we put around ourselves. And so I don't know who this is for, what this is even about, but I'm just following in spirit. So this then would keep me from being able to enter in to the truth and the freedom that they were trying to offer to me by pointing out these areas in my life that needed adjustment. And I, I don't care who you are, where you're from, how long you've been walking with the Lord, you've been walking with them for one day or one decade, it doesn't matter. We all need adjustments in our spirit. And that's why accountability is so important. That is why us women come together every other Monday, looking at these scriptures, praying for one another, and also using it as a mirror to look at our lives saying, okay, what in me needs to change? How can I become more like Christ? You know, I mean, really, that's really what we're talking about with the Proverbs 31 woman is becoming more like our father. So anyway, I don't know. That's free. <laughs> I don't know who's for what's going on. But that part right there, her position of strong and secure, a number, a woman's number one need, okay, in, in the world is security. And when you get that security of knowing who you are and who created you, everything changes. And so if you're struggling with your identity, it's all good, man. Get in the word, get a group of people around you to pray, to be accountable to get into, you know, a program, anything you can do to go deeper in the things of God. He wants to set you free. It is for freedom. He set us free. So anyway, I'm sorry. I'm going to go over here getting all off topic and talking about freedom and all that. But we are going to do a one on rejection. OK, and if you feel like, you know, we said something and you're offended by it. We're going to do one on offense too. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay. So <laughs> I guess, let's see here. I guess, uh, oh, wow. We're almost getting to the end here. Okay. So uh, who hasn't read in a long time? April. April. <laughs> I'll put you on the spot again. No, it's okay. <laughs> let's get through it and then we'll, we'll get off this broadcast so everybody can get back to uh, applying this word, right? <laughs> Amen. Amen. It's good stuff. So 27 says she looks well to how things go in her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children rise up and call her blessed, happy, prosperous to be admired. Her husband also, and he praises her saying many daughters have done nobly and well with the strength of character that is steadfast in goodness. 
but you excel them all. Ooh, that's sexy talk right there. When the husband affirms you and tells you that you do them all. So that first part there about she does not eat the bread of idleness. Oh my goodness. That just jumped out at me because, you know, there's this old saying that idleness is the work of the devil. And it is, you know, if you get, you know, alone, uh, you know, you've heard me say before that the banana gets to pulled away from the bunch gets eaten and the enemy will try to isolate you and put you in idleness where you check out, you know, and maybe you just scroll on social, you know, and you're just scrolling away and you're just like going, Oh, I wish I had a boat like that. Oh, they're on another cruise. Oh. And the enemy starts going in there telling you, yeah, you don't ever get to go on vacation, do you? You know, and they start feeding all these lies. So we cannot be idle in this season. And the fact that her children rise up and call her blessed. Listen, I don't know about y'all, but some some is mamas, and maybe maybe it's just me, does not feel appreciated. <laughs> so if they're not calling you blessed right now, trust me, later on in life they'll come back and say, Mama, you know, I you know, I might not have appreciated whenever you were making my peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, but I appreciate you now because you imparted so much to me. So all right. So uh Vanetta, what does this all speak to you? Um, it really just speaks to me that her children, they're watching her. They're watching her. They're watching how she is as a wife. They're watching how she is as a mom. They're watching how she is as a businesswoman. You know, they're, they're really watching and admiring her. And it shows that she's actually consistent in the things that she's doing and I love that it says that her husband also, and he praises her saying many daughters have done nobly and well, and it's so powerful, but she excelled them all. Like this woman is like, just like top of the line, you know, and I, I love that our husband, he trusts in her. So she's, yeah. you know, no matter what she says to him, he trusts that she hears from the Lord. He trusts that she is, going to fulfill the things and do the things that she tells him that she's going to do because she's been consistent. Her track record is just amazing. Yeah, it is impeccable. It is it, very impressive. Very impressive. So Jessica, what do you want to add to that? I just want to add um, this from a different perspective. Also, we are the, uh, the bride of Christ and the Lord is our husband. So whether you're married or not, um, you do have a husband. Yes. And and so and so I would ask if I'm if I'm going internally and I do this quite often, you know, Lord, how do you like? Are you seeing me this way? Are you? Would you? If I was standing face to face with you right this moment, would you tell me you've excelled them all? And if I haven't. I know it sounds like a huge ouch, <laughs> but like, let's fix that. So yeah. that's so good. So good. You know, I'll tell you, if we go to the Lord with every area of our life and allow the word of God again to, to mold and shape us and, and we're always going to come out. Uh, transform. You know, that's why the Bible says be transformed by the renewing of your mind and, and the washing of the word going in and cleaning out all the negativity and all the heaviness and all the junk that comes with it. It is incredibly, incredibly powerful. So, man, that's so good. April, do you want to add anything to that, girlfriend? 
Yeah, all I wanted to add is I'm just going to throw in, um, you know, that internal purification scripture. If you do find yourself in that situation and you are, um, you know, desiring to to excel them all, as um, Jess put in the this equation, and then Vanetta was talking about consistency, and that is is so true. You know, our walk isn't like this way or that way it's a consistency yes. you know and it's yes. a narrow path but it's thy word is a lamp into my feet and a light into thy path so it all goes back to that relationship with mm-hmm. god and so in those conversations with god like she's saying if you will you know talk to god you know honestly vulnerably transparently be ready for the renewing and the refining but in 23 and 24 in psalm 139 it says in the amplified edition, search me thoroughly, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts and see if there's any wicked or hurtful way in me and lead me in the everlasting way. And if you want accountability to what you do, what you say, what you think upon the idleness or the idle not thereof, you know, or whatever, however you would say that in King James Version, um, just uh, whatever it is, you know, um, that scripture will help you to look inward, look at yourself first and, and yes. not be so quick to, um, you know, deal with the the little stick in your husband's eye or the little stick in your kid's eye. You know, there's a reason why, you know, we get triggered as as mothers, as as wives, as women. And uh, if we could just figure out what those things are that's causing us to dive into the the willing temptation to be angry and frustrated and upset and just anxious or worried or fearful or whatever, um, if we could identify the root of that, then, you know, it would be a, a way for God to, you know, show that light, shine his light on it and then expose it and allow us to unroot that and walk mm-hmm. in his way versus our old way that we find those triggers from. So. Okay, so if you're watching this on the replay, I want you to stop, pause, rewind, and listen to that again. Stop, pause, rewind, and listen to it again, and again, and again, because the root of the heart of the matter, and I love you pointed out the whole, you know, speck in your, you know, brother's eye when you got a pole in your own, and we do that, don't we? We Don't we do that, or is it just me? You know, we're always looking at, you know, uh, what he did, or what she did, or what they didn't do, and all that, and we stop to say, okay, guys, search me. What What is going on in me? Why is my perception tainted or tilted that way? And I love the fact that you also brought out triggers. Triggers are big, and they're, they're true, and we've got all kinds of them, and a lot of times we don't even identify them. You know, so, oh, look, I'm getting Southern on y'all, identifying them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've lived in Tennessee long enough. So, <laughs> yeah, that's so good, ladies. That's so good. Oh, my goodness. We're going to bring it home with this one here. And um, go ahead, uh, Vanetta, you or who hasn't read? Who hasn't read a second one? We'll let Vanetta read it. Vanetta, okay. yeah, we'll let Vanetta read it. <laughs> Charm and grace are deceptive and superficial beauty is vain, but a woman who fears the Lord, reverently worshiping, obeying, serving, and trusting him with awe-filled respect, she shall be praised. Give her of the product of her hands and let her own works praise her in the gates of the city. Come on. Woo! Woo! If I was ever to get a tattoo, it would probably be... Proverbs 3130. So because man, is that so good? Jessica, we're gonna kick it off with you, honey. What do you see when you see that? Hear that? Uh, 
Let's see. Uh, I think it's, you know, definitely the woman who fears the Lord. Um, when you think about fearing, um, I, I, I um, challenge the women to look at that from a, a you know, biblical perspective because the actual term for fear is not the connotation that we have over it, but actually um, respects respects the Lord and respects the power that the Lord, um, you know, that, that the Lord has and his, um, his, you know, authority over our lives. And so um, to be in that mindset at all times, um, you know, that we, that we actually have an awe-inspiring reverence of who God is in our life and what he can do for us. Um, when April was talking about that, you know, the speck in your, uh, in your, um, you know, whoever's eye versus the log in yours, the Lord says he looks at our heart. And so the heart is so much bigger than, um, the speck of a problem that this person has. And so when you look at it in terms of that, because I think sometimes we don't, we're like, well, you know, what this person seems to be doing is just so huge, but like heart problems are so much bigger you know, than the symptoms of what they create. Yes. Yeah. And sometimes we don't realize the root of the issue or we don't realize the heart of the matter. Mm -hmm. And, and, uh, you know, and and we say and do things that we normally wouldn't do. You know, the Bible talks about out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And so before we go with it, what was it? Vanetta said a while ago, um, what was the thing? It needs to be a T-shirt. Oh, taste your words before you spit them out. Tasting those words for you spit them out whenever they're in your mouth. And I don't mean to gross y'all out, but you can taste something. You know, if you're going to barf, whatever you can, you taste it in your mouth. You want that to be a sweet, sweet thing. And you're going to know the condition of your heart based on what's coming out of your mouth. I'm just saying. So that's really good. Thank you so much, Jess. That was so good. April. Yeah, so I was pulling up a scripture a Sister in Christ had shared with me earlier today. And since it seems like this is the theme, I'm going to put it in here. But she had said, you know, when she's, she gets up in the morning, she basically has um, this hit her. If she ever thinks about someone else or what someone else is doing or whatever, the Holy Spirit immediately corrects her and says, the secret things are mine. And I was like, there's a, I know that's a scripture. And so I pulled it up. It's Deuteronomy 29, 29. And it says in the Amplified, the secret things belong to the Lord, our God, but the things which are revealed and disclosed belong to us and to our children forever so that we may do all of the words of this law. And so it it goes back to, are we seeking God in what we're doing? And are we letting God do his business, like work on the heart of others is his business, not ours. And are we giving him the space to do that? And then are we interceding on behalf of those, you know, that may not know how to pray for themselves. There's a, there's a reason that they're operating in the way that they are, that is uh, unkind or, or, you know, in that list of what not to do's basically. Um, And so we don't know the root God does, that's his business. So our response isn't to like add to the drama. Our response is to 
lift it up to God, get out of the situation, take a step back and then lift it up to God and say, okay, that's your business. That's your kid over there. You do you, <laughs> whatever it takes, but lift them up and let it go. So. Wow. Wow. That's so good. So good. I love it. Vanetta. Yes. I love that. It says give her the product of her hands and let her own works praise her in the gates. So she's not going out there saying, oh, look at me. I'm doing all these great things. You know, the Bible says that your gifts will make room for you. So this woman, as she's going out, people are hearing and they're talking about the experiences that they've had with her. And, and they're pretty much bragging on her. And she's so busy being about her father's business that all of these things are starting to just uh, happen around her where yeah. other people are speaking well of her. I mean, people are talking about this woman in rooms that she probably never even walked through yet because, you know, people are like, you gotta meet, you know, April, you gotta meet, you know, Jessica, you gotta meet Maggie. You know, it's like, it's like the praise is just going before her because of the solid foundation that she built in God. You know, the Bible says, humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. And in yes. due time, he will exalt you. He didn't say yes. Go and promote yourself. He said, no, he, he said, you know, the Bible says, you know, he will bring you before great men. So yes. we don't have to do anything, but just be diligent, consistent, teachable, and just be ready for when God opens up that opportunity. Yes. Yes. And amen. Whoa, girl. Yes. Well, I can't think of a better way to close that broadcast out. I just want to uh, point out, you know, uh, the reverential fear of the Lord, but worshiping, obeying, serving and trusting with all filled respect. And that right there is my prayer. I'm like, Lord, let me just represent you well. And, uh, and, and you know, I don't always do that. We don't always do that because the Bible says that we all fall short. We all have areas of our life. But if we are being intentional, like this, this woman, like this is like a, it's almost like a manual for how to live. Really. If you just take that, that section, it is a manual how to live. So I just basically want to encourage you all um, to make sure that you do make room for God, make room for him to fine tune you, to correct you, to mold you, shape you and all of that stuff. Because I'll tell you what, diamonds are under an immense amount of pressure, that cold, they're in that dark pressed and pressed and shaken. But the Bible says that we're pressed and not crushed, persecuted, not abandoned, struck down, but not destroyed. But that diamond is way down there. Okay. And it's under so much pressure. But let me tell you what, it'll shine. It'll shine. And you will shine, you know, and I, I look back on my own life and I know that these women here, they have been through it too. And they know, and they can testify the goodness of God. And it all comes from that place of obedience and surrender, you know, so I don't know, we keep going back to that. So I don't know who this on this bride watching this broadcast, maybe you're watching on the replay, but obedience is better than a sacrifice. And when you choose to obey and just let it all go, drop all the, all the external noise and confusion and everything trying to come in to choke out and to steal your peace and joy, it's not worth it. Okay, uh, nothing out there that's trying to steal your joy is ever worth your peace, your sanity, 
or your relationship with the Lord. And we cannot get close to the Lord when we're licking our wounds and pointing our fingers and asking God to get these people that have hurt us. Whenever we are hurting, we need to take that pain and say, okay, here it is, Lord. Here's my mess. And he will definitely make a message out of it because you're looking at four women right here that would attest to. And we open this broadcast and we will close it with the fact that we don't have the answers, but we know who holds it. He holds every answer. We know where to go to the word of God to find truth. And we allow it to, to shape us, mold us, sand those rough edges off so we can be vessels, willing vessels and participants in the earth that we live on. So I just want to encourage whoever that's for, do you know, take heed to this. Go back and rewatch this. This is, I'm going to go back and rewatch this because you guys have some nuggets, some truth bombs that like, you know, I'm like, whoa, drop the mic moment. So I absolutely love it. So Jessica, any final words? Uh, just hang in there, ladies. Know that we're praying for you guys. Uh, you ladies, we're praying for each of your families. We're pray for, praying for your children praying for your um, your your husbands your future husbands um, and we're praying for your for each of you uh, each of you individually um, we we love you guys and and we're here for you I love that thank you Jessica Vanetta final words I would definitely say to every woman that is watching the broadcast you can't do anything about your yesterday but you can have a powerful ending. So I just want to encourage you to make a decision today to just really just take the first step. The first step is just saying, Lord, yes, yes, I desire to have these attributes. So I just want to encourage you. You're not going to get it right every single day. But you know what? If you're going to beat yourself up, use a feather, extend grace to yourself. And you know what? Make a decision today and say, God, I want to live loud for you. And I want you to teach me the Holy Spirit is your helper. So Amen. you're Woo! Use the feather. I love that. <laughs> you're just full of all kinds of great little things too. So that's another t-shirt. I think you're going to need to start a t-shirt business. <laughs> April final words. Yeah. As, as you guys were speaking, um, it came to my remembrance about how I saw this deal where someone had said to use the first Corinthians 13, um, passage and anywhere that it says, um, uh, those love is patient, love is kind, you know, anywhere that it says love, um, if you are dating, uh, replace that word, uh, with that person's name. And if it doesn't equate to those things that it's not, it doesn't ring true with you, then you might want to step back, take it, take some time to really evaluate that. But also if you're married, you need to, uh, this is, wasn't shared, but replace that word love with your name. And then that goes into that self-reflection thing and say, okay, April is patient. April is kind. April is long suffering. <laughs> April bears all things, you know, and wow. trusts all things and believes all things. There's just, you know, you go through that whole entire passage and it, it will shine light on the areas that maybe, you know, we're not in alignment with the word of God and especially when it comes to showing others the love of God, you know, through Christ Jesus. And again, that goes back to where it is. It's through Christ Jesus. It's a dependence upon him. And so in those things, don't let it condemn. Don't let the guilt or shame come creeping in from the enemy, but sit there and submit that and just admit, say, hey, 
I'm not doing what I'm supposed to do, Father. You see that. I don't want that. What teach me what it looks like, you know, to be patient, to be kind, to be loving and gentle and all that jazz. So. Oh my goodness. That's so good. I might implement that in some of my marriage counseling. I'm just saying, you know, that's a good exercise because I always, they get a copy of that and I ask them to read that and to meditate on it and look at themselves, but to replace your name or someone else's name in that spot. And the Bible says, call those things not as though they are, but as that's coming out of their mouth, it's going to either resonate where it's going to be going, help me, Jesus. So either way, I absolutely love it. So listen, if y'all just logged on, we're happy that you're here. We're getting ready to close out the broadcast, but it will be available in a few minutes online where you can go back, watch the replay. Please share this with someone uh, that needs some encouragement today. Because I'll tell you, I am encouraged. I am so encouraged. It was a long day. The ladies know in the green room, I was yawning, tired. I didn't, you know, I was like, I'll be honest with you. I was kind of like, oh, gosh, got to broadcast, got to do the broadcast. But this topic and these women have energized my spirit so much. It just is such a blessing. So y'all make sure that you check us out on the first and third Mondays of every month. It's available. You can find it on Keys to Your Best Life Uh uh, YouTube. You can find it on uh, Creative Motion Network and go check it out. All of these lovely ladies here, they all, you know, love you and are praying for you. And we will see you here next time on Keys, or we'll see you next time on Confident Today, Mom's Edition. See, I don't even know where I'm at. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>